Hello, can you hear me? Hey, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're awesome. I can hear you. Perfect. No, you're awesome. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to go back and forth about this every time we talk. Yeah. So how are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. That's good to hear. Perfect. Perfect. So before I even dive into all the questions I'm dying to ask you, um, I just want to say a little bit about the podcast and, and why I'm even starting this in the first place. So the name is Young and Not Dumb because the misconception about um, usually the youth or people who are typically uh, younger than, than 20 years old is that we're, we're not very smart or financially savvy, which to a certain extent is correct, but there is a lot of misconceptions. So I want to clear that up and I want to be able to inspire the youth to actually uh, chase their dreams and, and do what they feel is right in their own heart. I love that. I absolutely love that. Is this your first episode or? It is. It is. Wow. It's an honor (laughs) to be one of your first. Like, that's so crazy. I was thinking about that because I remember when you, um, you know, you reached out to me, you were talking to me in the Twitter space as well. And then you started the podcast and to to be your first, like, that's insane. So thank you for that. Man, thank you for that. Because if it really wasn't for that Twitter space, I don't think I would have had the confidence to actually do it. I I always used to talk about it and tell my friends and, you know, kind of joke about it. But now it's like, I I can really do this. (laughs) What, the podcast? Like, that's what you wanted to do? Yes, yes. I just didn't have a clear idea of, you know, where to exactly start. And and you kind of gave me um, hope. Like, it doesn't matter if you don't know how. Like, just just do it. Yeah, that's so beautiful. First of all, I just want to say, because my podcast journey was similar Um, When I was first getting started, I remember I saw a bunch of marketers around me. They were starting podcasts left and right. And I was like, I'd love to start one. I'd love to like talk to people. I'd love to even just talk to myself and just, you know, put that out there. And, you know, the thing that was holding me back for months was just being afraid that I didn't have enough equipment, knowledge, or, you know, any of that. So, I mean, I feel like I'm the number one testament to you. You can know absolutely nothing and you can have nothing and get started, right? Because I didn't, I still don't have fancy equipment or none of that. And just, you know, put a message out there. You never know who you're going to help. Exactly. Exactly. So tell us about yourself. Who are you and your upbringings and why you do what you do now? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So my name is Nidhi Saran, those listening, and uh, I'm the pretty much the creator of IG Empire. It's a program that I'm bringing to six figures, but I'm going to bring you guys back a little bit before you understand what I'm doing in the present moment. But when I was 14, I got started in this online space. I started putting a lot of content out into the internet. I started to really go forth and use social media to my advantage, I wasn't making money right away, but I was building a long-term brand. That's why a lot of people see my name. Like if you were to look up my name, it's pretty solid. I have a Twitter following. I have a decent Instagram following. I have a podcast top 10% globally. And I've only been able to build that because of consistency and patience. Like I didn't go out there and just want to make a quick buck on the internet. Matter of fact, it took like 18 months before I started making really good money on online because I chose to build a sustainable long-term term brand I didn't want to build something that was quick money Um, and I got started with this whole thing you know a lot of people ask me how did you get started at 14 like what made you even get on the internet and I would say it was because I was like an entrepreneurial kid from the get-go I was selling candy in school I was selling things in school (laughs) yeah and then I remember like um, 
summer came and I was like, I can't sell anything anymore because school's out and I have no one to sell it to now. So what am I going to do? Got on my computer and I looked up how to make money online. I feel like a lot of people do that. Got into the whole agency space, the marketing space. And then I just started putting content out and did what resonated with me. And that's, uh, you know, in hopes of building an audience, I did exactly that. And, you know, fast forward two years now it's been, and, you know, I am where I am right now. That's amazing. That actually resonates with me a lot. I was selling candies in elementary. Really? So, yes. That's hilarious. That's so freaking funny. I can't believe it. Wow. I feel like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like people who sell candy, we're destined for great things. We're de- look yeah, at that. we're natural born hustlers. That's really, really, yeah, that's exactly. really what it is. So what makes you feel inspired or like your best self? What makes me feel inspired or my best self? I would probably mm-hmm. say... Um, I used to give this answer a lot um, in the beginning. I'm not sure 100% if it's what the same thing right now. But in the very beginning, the thing that really pushed me to mm-hmm. want to become my highest self is I never, I just had a disgust with like uh, mediocrity. I didn't like that. I didn't like the idea of living life like everyone else lives it, where it's like they go their day to day sluggish. They do work they don't want to do. They're trapped in a job they don't want to be trapped in. They're always frowning. They're never always smiling. You know, like I never liked that. I like high energy. I like living in a way that every single day is a new adventure, living in a way that when you wake up every morning, you're happy and you genuinely smile at the things around you. You could be in a room alone without any other person and you can be happy just by yourself like that's the sort of thing that really inspired me and to become that person of high energy and to be able to spread that to other people as well because you know it's not fulfilling if only you have it so to be able to do that it's to become your highest self to go out and chase not even chase but attract the freedom that you deserve we human beings we deserve this right so if you believe that you are destined for these things and that's what I believed is that I was never destined to just be like everyone else and I think this comes a lot from early on especially because I was always doing well in school right and a lot of kids around me they weren't doing too well in school and the thing is my parents are immigrant parents so you know my mom coming from India my dad coming from Guyana they both and I watched them financially struggle as I get as I got older Um, and just watching that I think you know what really clicked in me was the least I can do is do well in school. So up until, you know, I started getting into the business space before that, I was just doing really well in school. I was a high achiever. I was, you know, performing at my best level as at what I could do, which was at school. And then when I got into the business space, that's exactly what I'm doing as well. But it's all about no matter what I get into, I'm trying to do my best, be my best, because you know, like one day we're all going to die. Like one day you're not going to mm-hmm. have, you know, you're going to, you're going to look back and be like, why did I live? Why did I take life so seriously? Like just yeah. do things that make you happy and perform at your best level. Cause life without an adventure, that's not life. You need something to keep climbing for. That's beautiful. Beautiful. Well said. <laughs> I, I, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. I agree with you. Um, I find myself going through those same thought processes now that I'm 22 years old, which is crazy. I was thinking the same thing, the same thing when I was 16, I don't want to be mediocre. I don't want to be around mediocrity. Love that. So, so the fact that you just said that is like mind blowing. Um, I do want people to understand that. Like if you believe that you can achieve that as corny as it sounds, that's literally how the law of attraction works. Like you have to believe it. 
you have to know that that's what you're going to become. Yes, exactly. I love that you brought up the law of attraction as well, because that is something a lot of people heard of, maybe, but they don't really use it or take advantage mm -hmm. or think of it like they can use it for their success. But when you think about it, the law of attraction states that whatever you think and whatever you are, you become more of, right? Whatever you mm -hmm. consume, whatever's around you, you become more of. Think about it like a magnet. You're attracting whatever you have into your life right now. You've attracted that over the past couple of years based on the person you are right now that's why i say the person that you're going to be when you are quote unquote successful or hit your goals is not the same person you are right now and you need to understand the law of attraction to attract the right type of person that you could become that right type of person for the success that you're looking for so i always say think about your highest self think about how do they act how do they you know look how do they dress every day how do they show up in their business how much money do they make how do they show up in their relationships and you do this you know, you do this every day and you show up as them every single day. And sooner or later, you'll start to notice big, big changes because you'll notice like, damn, I am my highest self. And that's what's going to bring you closer to that success. That's that's absolutely right. Now, what advice would you give someone wanting to pursue a career similar to yours? So what advice would I give to someone who wants to pursue? OK, so. Anyone who wants to start like an online business or like, you know, an Instagram business model, whatever it is, if you're trying to go down the same path I went down, where it was building a sustainable, solid brand and, you know, you're in it for the long term. This is something long term. I'm a big long term person. I'm not here for a couple months or six months or 12 months. No, I'm big on long term. I started when I was 14. I only started blowing up this year. OK, and if you if it weren't for, you know, sticking and holding in for that year and a half, I wouldn't be where I am right now. So if you're not willing to be long term, then this advice might not be for you. But what I would say is start putting content out every single day on the Internet. Even if you feel like it's not working, get on these platforms. Even, um, you know, start with one or two platforms at a time first. That's what I did. I started with Instagram, then podcast. Then I switched over into Twitter. And now this summer I'm looking to get into YouTube. And it's, it's taking one platform at a time and really, really being able to master it. Because the thing is, people will listen to someone like Gary Vee, have nothing against him, by the way. I, I used to learn a lot from him. A lot of people that that I hopped on podcasts with, they always say, yeah. like, Nitty, you sound a lot like Gary Vee when you speak. It's because, <laughs> it's because I learned a lot from him. He was one of the first mentors I had. But um, when it comes to, like, content, you do want to push out a lot, but try to focus on one or two platforms first before you get confused and before you burn out and have to create so much content. Focus on yeah. one or two at a time. So, you know, the same way you right now are creating this podcast, then you can go as well, like create an Instagram or a Twitter and boom, right there. Slowly, the, you know, slowly but surely your brand will grow. You need to just be putting out content and think about it like this. Some people will ask me, is it quantity or over quality or the other way around? I say it's quantity over quality because, in, especially in the beginning, because you won't find that quality until you do go through the reps of putting in um, the quantity. So the more you yeah. produce, the more you'll be able to realize what is the best kind of content to put out there. So, you know, it takes time. It does take time to find content that works for you. Trust me, I'm still not 100% with my own content strategy. But, you know, it takes time to 100% nail down one that works for you. But it's just time, patience and consistency is what will lead to, you know, gradual results and momentum will build. Absolutely.
I agree with that as well. Um, I like. I think a lot of people uh, hop online or hop on any type of um, platform, and they want things to move quickly. They want everything yeah. to be like a overnight success. And the reality is, a lot of those overnight successes that people see actually took years and years and years yes. of effort. So exactly. that that just that's just beautiful. Like that's really well said. Um, what are the best resources that have helped you along the way? You you mentioned Gary V. I I'm the same way. I listen to a lot of motivational speakers, and that does help a lot. Yeah. So I would say, like, I remember um, when I was you know a freshman in high school, which was just like a year ago. Not even a year ago. It was like <laughs> like a year and a half ago. <laughs> I'm going into junior year in September. That's why. But um, I was when I was okay. a freshman. I. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, I only got six months of a freshman experience because of the pandemic. But when I was, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) you need to talk about that. You need to talk about that for sure. But when I was a freshman, I remember I would go to school every single day. And before and I gave this advice to a bunch of other teenagers as well who are Uh in the online space. I don't know them like one on one personally, like you know, in person, but I've met them online and, you know, I've given this advice because I took it when I was in freshman, but every single day before I would, you know, put my headphones in to listen to music, I would make sure I got in one or two podcasts first. It was a disciplinary oh. thing where I would make sure I, I, I'm not allowed to listen to any music for until I've listened to one or two podcasts until I've consumed content that'll teach me something then I can reward myself with listening to music. That's what I did. And it was it was really good because having that sort of discipline to make sure I listen to those things has really put me forward because think about it when you're first getting started. You may not have the best connections to the most high quality, high value people out there, right? So what you might have to do is just listen to audios or the resources that are on the internet because you can't contact or you don't have anyone in your circle that is thinking the way you think. So that was me a year and a half ago. So I had mm-hmm. to, you know, go on Spotify and listen to Gary V. Um, I don't know if you know Naval, but him on Twitter. I listened to Gerard Adams. I listened to a, a bunch of down. other people. Yeah, I listened to a bunch of other people. Yeah, I listened to a bunch of other people. And it was just really, really powerful because, oh, Patrick Bet David as well. He's an entrepreneur. Wow. Um, Yeah. Like, I listened to just a bunch of people every single day. When I would get into high school, I would just listen and binge listen. And I think that's really what brought me forward because I didn't have the connections I have right now a year and a half ago. So it's, it's really powerful to listen to podcasts. And also when the pandemic hit, um, I was listening to a lot of audiobooks, so things like Thinking Grow Rich, How to Win Friends and Influence People. That was yes. powerful. Yes. Yeah, that was a very powerful book because I was the most introverted and shy person out there. I would not be able to speak to you the way I am right now. I have friends who reach out to me. They're like, Nitty, your voice sounds so different than it did a year ago. And I talked about it on my stories the other day, too. And I'm saying, like, it's confidence. If you don't have confidence in who you are and your ability, you're not going to show up as your best person. And that ultimately affects the people around you as well. If I was talking all, like, shy and eh, like like hesitating as i'm talking to you that would also affect the vibe in this in this call and that you would not you know it would be not as high energy as it is right now between the two of us right so i would i would definitely say is like you know listening to how to win friends and influence people has allowed me and opened doors to speaking better to connecting with people better because you learn how 
people operate and how you should be speaking to people and and things like that and different books like that public speaking books things like that now Mm -hmm. I could get in front of a crowd of people and I enjoy it like I would love that if I could start like some sort of event and like talk to people like that'd be crazy but just to see the 180 because of listening and consuming the right content it's just insane mock my words you're gonna be on the TED talk like you're gonna have one of those (laughs) I would love that I'm sure I'm so sure about that. I appreciate What's crazy? That. You're welcome. Um, PBD. I used to work for his company, so that's so crazy that you even brought up Patrick B. Davis. Like, really? Yeah, it's so crazy, like how wow. the little connections and how to win friends and influence people. Like I read that book too, so I feel like once you start getting around like-minded people, you start to have a lot of things in common. You start yes. you know, sharing the same things, sharing the same knowledge, and. It's like we're learning from the same tools. So, of course, it's going to resonate with you. Of course, it's going to make sense. It's going to come around full circle. Yeah, that's that's, so beautiful. Like, that's crazy because, you know, think about other people that are just like, you know, like people in my city, for example, like the friends that I have or people that go to my high school. If I had a conversation like this and I talk to a lot of people online and the conversations I have, if I were to have any of these conversations with these people, they would probably nod their head or they're like they would not like get it to like expand on it like I would talk to you for example you're able to expand you have your own experiences we're like-minded so we could share have passion for what we're talking about but other people I don't know because they just don't have that energy yes it what it is honestly is is the independent critical thinking we don't have that we don't do that we don't practice that so we're so used to accepting what we're given, whether that's in school, whether that's mm-hmm. at work, whatever environment you put yourself in. Uh, most of the time, you don't sit there and, and just be an independent critical thinker. You're waiting for someone else to tell you what to do. Exactly. Yeah, 100 so percent. Because I remember I was in my English class the other day um, and we were learning about like independent thinkers during like the old times. I'm, I'm, yeah. not, into, I'm not into history, whatever, but people who were like <laughs> transcendentalists, like people who were yeah. like, into spirituality in the, in the early times, middle ages around that time. And we were learning about that and we were reading books on that. And I actually enjoyed that lesson. But a lot of the kids, when the teacher would ask, what do you think about these people? Do you think that being independent thinkers are good? These kids are saying like, no. And I'm like, what? Like these kids are like, no, nah, conformity and like this and that. Yeah. It's good to just, I'm like, what? That's insane. It is. But it's the world we live in where everyone is conforming. So that's why we're, we're part of the 1% that's like, you know, trying to, step outside of the comfort zone trying to do all of these things that people aren't used to doing or seeing on a daily basis like you said you have to have discipline for you to listen to the to the content and and use the resources that you had because I go through the same exact thing like I want to listen to music sometimes when I'm in the car you know I want I want to kind of just let my mind go go on its own path but it's like no you have to monitor your thoughts you have to be disciplined you it, it takes work like this, this really does take work. You, you're not going to get from point A to point B without, you know, really doing the work or getting in the car. Like it just takes steps. It takes a lot of steps. Exactly. And I think people want to skip the steps. They want to skip the process. And it's like you skipping the process is also skipping the growth. Like you're not, you're not going to learn anything if you just get to where you want to get to like that. It's just, it's just not going to work. <laughs> you have you're to work. Right. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, exactly. 100%. That should be a quote. If you're going to skip the process, you're skipping growth. I love that. Yeah. I, and I just, I just came out of me. I didn't even write that down or anything. Like, 
<laughs> That's so crazy. What is uh, one tool uh, that you always carry in your toolbox, no matter what project you're working on? Hmm. I've never had this question. This is a nice question. Uh, oh, I think I think I know what it is. Okay, so a notebook. It's always something empty that I can write in. Um, mm -hmm. You know, like when people ask you, what book would you carry with you if you were on a stranded island? A, an empty journal, an empty book, because I feel like you can always strategize in there. I have notebooks from like the early stages of this is crazy to me, too, because I don't look back at these notebooks in a while. And I have this one notebook that I and I, I never told the story, actually, but I have this one notebook that I had um, back in 2019 when I was first first getting started and I wanted to learn how to build a business. And all my notes, all my strategizing, everything when it came to my content marketing is in there. Everything when it came to my first couple clients, everything when it came to my first couple social media posts, everything is in there. And I always make sure like every year I have a new notebook. It's a small notebook, too. And I'm, I have one open in front of me right now. Um, but it's always a notebook that I can strategize on. I also have a whiteboard, but that's like bigger and that's on a bigger scale, but I have a whiteboard that I always strategize on as well. But I feel like a notebook helps so, so much because, you know, we can lose complete Wi-Fi access or all of that. I would rather have a notebook that I can write it by hand and not get distracted by other tabs on a computer and just be able to really focus on, on paper. I feel like it's like talking to yourself. Yep, I think you're just like me, that's crazy. <laughs> um, I, I carry a bunch of notebooks like I'm, I ran out of pages and I'm like, you know, I don't, I don't go through my notebooks all the time, like you said, but it is it is good to look back to see the, the process and your progress. Yeah, we all we all don't realize how far we come and we're still eager to get to where we want to go. But it's like, look, look at everything that you've accomplished on your way up. Yeah, definitely. Like, I remember looking back at my notebook like a, from a year ago and it said like make a ten thousand dollar month and like yeah it's just crazy that I was able to do that for the first time this year and it's like you 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 don't you know you have a long way to go but look back at where you once were and you'll be so so grateful and you'll start to move with trust and walk with trust more absolutely what I what I really want want to add on to that is just the fact that you could literally do anything you set your mind to but you must let go of your old past, of your old experiences, of all the things that that limit you and, and, and you know, stop you from from growing. You have yes. to make room for new opportunities, new people, new love. You have to tell yourself that you deserve happiness yes. and you deserve love and you deserve to live an abundant life. And if you and if you wholeheartedly believe that your environment is going to create itself like you're just going to have everything that you wished for. I love that. You do have to realize that you deserve it. Otherwise, it's not going to come to you because this, like, again, yeah. it's the law of attraction. The universe knows what you're feeling. The universe knows what you're thinking. And if you don't feel like, you know, that's also a thing. People will look back and this is like self-sabotage in a way. And yeah. um, it's like people will look back and be like, I've never made a $10,000 a month. I remember the last time I tried, I failed. I remember this time. And if you keep putting that in your head and if you don't let go of that version of yourself and you're even if you attach any of that to your identity, you're never going to move forward. Exactly. You have to create your own environment and stay around the people who make you feel good. So you're not sinking back down to those negative thoughts and limiting your own, you know, beliefs. Exactly. So that's, that's pretty much all I wanted to touch base on. 
where can our listeners um, connect with you online? Yeah, so, yeah, definitely. So they can find me on Instagram at Nitty Saran, on Twitter at Nitty Saran. You can find me on any platform, the same name, same handle. Beautiful. Again, this is a 16-year-old Instagram expert. Join her IG empire and and just believe in yourself. <laughs> I appreciate you. Thank you for having me on. It's amazing. Thank you. It was a pleasure. It was a pleasure. I appreciate you. Of course, of course. And one more thing. Your podcast is going to be top of the charts. I just know it. I want to be, <laughs> since I'm like one of your first people on here, I want to like say it and speak it into existence and you're going to look back at this episode in a couple like a year or so and I want you to look back at it and be like damn she was right like she saw it man I just want to inspire the people that's all that's all thank you you're awesome (laughs) all right all righty bye-bye bye